0: What does ec3 mean? Where are ec1 and2? Is a hippopotamus a hippopotamus or a really cool hippotamus?
1: Welcome everybody to the first episode of the AWP 2024 and let's just start with a, a resounding fuck Steve.
0: Everybody else, Steve. Do you want to Steve. respond?
2: Solid, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, Ooh, Steve. Steve is not here. Steve abandoned us last second for some. How you dare know, he? Life shite. How dare he? How dare he him? go
1: out with friends and enjoy a, a succulent meal? Bastard! Shout having a succulent I, meal. <laughs> I can't confirm or deny. Just like fightful. That it is, in fact, a Chinese meal. But is it a succulent meal? Oh, it's It's a a succulent succulent. meal. We don't know if it's a succulent Chinese meal. Mm. Mm. Sources confirm that it may, in fact, be pizza. Who knows? Oh, pizza! Oh, no pizzas for Sunday. Mainly because Steve is a slut for pizza. To be fair, he is a pizza slut. I've seen him get down for pizza. That's all to get down. You got to get down. And it is Friday. Oh, it's Friday. Yeah. Uh, exactly. We have a very special guest for the show this week. You may remember him from your favorite B shows. Paddy, say hi. No. Oh, might need to fix good. Our, <laughs> I might need
0: to fix your mic. Get you close to the mic. What? No.
3: Is it broken already?
1: No. No, gonna, you, you have go. to talk into the mic. There you go.
3: <laughs> That's what I'm doing, yeah.
1: No, you're good now. It's okay. Paddy, say hi.
3: Hello to all the people.
1: Way. Alive. John.
3: See you later. Well Bye, have have
1: you. Pat, you. Cheers, Thank you. So we were saying off air that Roman Reigns is a bit of a bitch because he's no longer headed the table because The Rock is back.
0: The Rock is back, and he's aiming for that table seat. It's, so where,
4: where's Steve sitting at his the dinner tonight? That's what I even mean, know.
0: <laughs> oh, he's sitting at the
1: kiddies' table, one hundred percent, because he's a little bitch. <laughs>
0: Uh, so yeah, the kids Rock kids' are much better than the adults, so it's a kids' table too. It's true, made way better crack at the kids' table, like chicken nuggets and chips all the
1: yeah. way. You're just talking about Gordo's uh, daily diet now. You he just heard on the radio. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the Rock came back on Raw this week. Surprised, delighted, disappointed. I mean, th-
0: I wouldn't say surprised. It was pretty heavily hinted they'd advertise that there was going to be. A, we're going straight at wrestling here. We didn't even do alleged. Um, oh, this
1: this 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 deserves to be going first because it has the potential to be the biggest thing in the last while.
0: It does, in fairness. As, I mean, there was obviously the the announcement that there was going to be a former world champion appearing on the show or WWE champion, which they did, a nice swear with. But um, mm-hmm. and the Rock was, you know, as last time you made a surprise appears, in a re, in a local <laughs> vicinity with Pat McAfee. <laughs> so,
1: you know. he was at the announcement of the, the merger wasn't it between the XFL and whatever other makeup up league to talk yeah, over US there. USFL yeah, yeah. and XFL yeah. are combining
4: it's a very okay. clever deal that by the way that's very unrelated and very much good the alleged portion of the podcast but uh, <laughs> that's
1: so a, we'll get that's the, the very... rock news out of the way and then we'll yeah. talk real life because the rock is bigger than real life right now that's so fair. what's going on Is The Rock going to take his seat at the head of the table? Straight up, no bullshit. He's going to
2: challenge for
0: it. He's going to challenge. I'd be very surprised if we did not have a Rock Roman match after that line. Now, the question is, where is that Rock Roman match? Is that a WrestleMania main event, which is what I would do with it? Or do you put it on the big Australia show? uh, He's
4: going to a land down
1: under. Ooh, controversial. Why, though? Why would they do it in Australia and not Mania? Genuine question. Not trying to lead you down to Australia or anything like that.
4: Personally, I would do Mania, but the thoughts of them being able to say, you know, this is this is the sort of thing you can expect at our at our uh, foreign premium live events in front of sixty thousand people, we've wheeled out the
0: Rock. Yeah, our international events. We didn't get the yeah. Rock for any of our fucking international events, but anyway. No, seen we it. did get. We did get a surprise Cena. To be fair, like, <laughs> stupid Cena,
4: stupid sexy Cena.
1: I don't know. I, I think Australia would be an absolute waste of this.
4: Oh, this so that, it is a
1: 100% media. a waste. But
4: do you have Roman do a double duty?
1: Well, that opens up the question because everyone here assumed that your two male main events of both nights of WrestleMania would be Roman Cody Part 2 and Rollins vs. Punk Part 1. I think that was the obvious route everyone's going for and if this happened last year it would have made a lot more sense because everything could have made fit into the, the puzzle a little bit easier but now you've got punk coming back you've got Rollins occupied with that you've got cody going to finish his story again and now you're throwing the rock into it so how do you fit all of those pieces into two nights you don't okay so either talk co- through it, what's so, your pa- idea
0: patty was patty's input there sorry I got talked over yeah ha- have a third night there you go. Perfect. Three <laughs> nights of WrestleMania. Sorted. Yeah. Um, but why? Cody's probably getting screwed is basically what's going to happen here. Uh, I'd be very surprised. At him. There's there's two ways you can do it. Either Cody gets screwed and the uh, big moment of him finishing the story doesn't happen at WrestleMania. It'll still happen. It just doesn't happen at WrestleMania. Um, you can either push it early because the Rock Roman doesn't need the title on the line. So you could have Cody mm-hmm. win it oh, in Australia. saying he's fed
4: up waiting for WrestleMania.
0: Yeah, win, a, win in Australia. Um the alternate then is you have you push off the Cody thing until after, and then he eventually wins the title after Roman passes. Spoiler: because Rock isn't winning. After Roman passes, hit the uh, Hogan's record. Then you have Cody take finish the story. Roman Summer or whatever it
1: is. Can't hold about through September. September, Bo. I
0: mean, it's I another nine say, months. Three years ago, I would have said Roman has known the title for three years. So you know.
1: Fuck me sideways. That that just sounds horrible.
4: Yeah, for me, I'm now at a point where, like, if, if it was me booking it, either Cody is winning in Oz or Cody is winning it sometime when they run uh, MSG in a couple of months' time.
1: Paddy, what would you do in this situation besides the tournament, yeah.
3: I'm not a serious booker, so um, I'd probably go with Tazawa wins the Rumble. Hmm. Fair. Um, it's both strategy, guys. <laughs> Haven't thought much further than that, but uh, to zawa to main event against uh, Punk maybe they have a hell of a match and then money in the bank's cashed in and then Cody wins the title the following night. Done,
0: where's The Rock and all this?
3: Oh, he doesn't show up. Ah, fair, yeah, <laughs> Imagine.
1: that's it. We never see The Rock ever again. I never <laughs> see it again. That,
0: one, that one that one appearance, a tease of the match with Rob very heavily teased of the match at Roman, and uh, that's it. Bye. Done.
3: Yeah, that's how you that's book it. Well, this is how I book it. That's why I'm
0: not employed.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for paddy booking. Paddy booking works.
0: Gordo, master booker.
4: Uh, for me, I'm, le- I'm leaning more towards Cody doesn't finish the story of Mania.
1: So what? How does <laughs> is he in because the match? Loses or is he not in that match? He I to don't think trash. he's in that match. Hmm.
4: So I what don't does think he's Cody in the match.
1: Mania then. Fuck! I did um, hear a suggestion, and it's only a suggestion, that maybe they go Rock Roman for the title, head of the table, blah blah blah, and they make the Rollins Punk match at Triple Threat with Cody. Not sure how you get from here to there, hmm. and it's weak sauce.
2: Oops. I don't want
0: Yeah, be, I, I reckon Cody would need to do something else. So I wouldn't put him in that. But, like, the, the fact of the matter is, if you have the rock for WrestleMania, that trumps everything else. Yes, 100%. Like, yeah, Cody, sorry, Cody, your story's fucked. But, like, it's it has to be because you have the rock for WrestleMania. You have the rock yeah. and CM Punk for WrestleMania, which a year mm-hmm. ago, I mean, obviously last year was rumors of rock for WrestleMania. Once that didn't happen, you would have thought, okay, that's never happening again. Yeah. And you have, and you now have two nights of Wrestlemania, so you're not screwing over the pu- punk with The Rock again because you can have the boat main event a night of Wrestlemania.
1: Oh, no, you have to have the women main event, at least one of them. Mm, didn't do it last year. Didn't last year. So that means they do. <laughs> Double women main event. And Charlotte's not there. Ooh, controversial. Mm. Sasha's coming back, confirmed. Uh, what I would do in this situation is something we've been calling out ever since they've gone to a two-night mania, Someone has to go back to back. And this is the perfect opportunity for it. So you could have Roman Rock Night One. Because I think the the title on the line, you don't need it, but I think it complements it quite well because Roman yep. is the tribal chief, head of the table. By being head of the table, you're the champion. It it they kind of go hand in hand. And so Roman obviously would beat Rock because that's how the story finishes for The Rock. That's his retirement. That's in done for him from in-ring, barred the odd uh, stone-cold match in 10 years time or whatever it may be. And then Cody is standing in the wind waiting and say, okay, my story finishes now. And he could win the title to close Man- Mania Night 2 and that fan who got incredibly upset at last year's Mania and slamming his drink on the ground and almost throwing himself off the upper tier, he can be a sad, happy little nice. boy again. What do you think? Two night mania back to back. Roman night one with Rock, and, and Roman night two with Cody.
0: And the Rock screws the Punk Punk a WrestleMania main event again. Which is probably the only mm-hmm. reason. He gets, which is probably part of his deal. I'm sure is that he will get a WrestleMania main event. It's probably part of the reason he signed. I'd be very surprised if that wasn't in his contract.
1: Yeah, I don't. if you do that, I suppose you, you can't really have Roman main eventing both shows, can you? No. And if you're not uh, first, or if you're not last, you go first.
4: First time ever, someone main event in two? I mean,
1: it's
0: possible. Would, Would you it be also? If... You're also not, put, not, not, not putting The Rock in the main event.
4: That's exactly. the thing. Uh, so it's either Cody's title win isn't in the main event, or. Uh, Cody's title win isn't in the main event, or Punk doesn't get his main event. So it's which one of the two boys you want to piss off.
1: I would now do it this way and this I don't think is going to be well received. You have Roman Rock opening night one. Start hot. And then you have Rollins Punk main eventing night one. And then you've got Roman Cody main eventing night two. Would that be crazy to think of? Roman Rock opening
3: main event? you? Yeah. You're you assuming Roman's going to do two matches in one week. That's He did like four all of last year, so come on, get realistic. (laughs) Look,
4: I have it on good authority that Roman Reigns is going to, after tonight, have a 100% attendance record for SmackDowns in
0: 2024.
4: Is he he actually advertised for this week? I think he is, actually. I hope he fucking is, otherwise I look
0: like a fucking plank. I don't remember if I mentioned on Raw that he was going to be on SmackDown in their ad and they usually mention it a million times yeah he's okay. well then I look
1: like
3: Is it? oh
0: yes okay confirmed.
3: only 51 more weeks to show up It's fine
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay so one more or one line on this so what's your actual prediction what do you think will happen not what you want to happen what do you think will happen with rock roman cody main event cody, WrestleMania. Gets cody gets screwed
4: i would say it would be cody, cody get gets match. Yeah. So there's, o- there's other places you can finish the story.
0: Yeah, there's another chapter in the in the storybook.
4: Yeah. Like <laughs> the But realistically, the Cody story can end in MSG. You can end it running a big show in Atlanta. You know, there's, Expans- there's, expansion
0: there's, pass, you
4: know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they just put a DLC
0: on the story DLC. for them. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, so Cody gets his WrestleMania moment with almost this year, then. Is that what we're exactly, saying?
0: Exactly. It fits in that Brock slot, you know. Um, Cody
1: versus AJ Styles somehow. I don't know.
0: I see. Yeah. So they are the, the fact that if, if you are going this whole route, you kind of eliminate the issue you had with Cody in that he's on the other brand. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't need to win the Rumble. So you can have him face someone on Raw, which is on his brand. Um, So you, you have options there. True, 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 true. Cody versus uh,
1: Drew. Okay. Yeah, that'd work. That's if Drew is still around. Mm. But uh, I think we let that percolate, see what the re- retaliation is tonight on SmackDown from uh, Roman, if at all. But uh, this is definitely going to bubble away nicely over the next few weeks, I think. Yes, Queen. Okay, so now that, we got the, now that we got the big Roman rock stuff out of the way, how was... Christmas for you lads. How did you survive, if at all?
0: Christmas went oh. decently for me. Uh, we we you're you
1: cooking dinner for like seventeen thousand people.
0: I mean, it was seven people, but you know, uh, we seventeen thousand people. Yeah, we ended up not buying a kitchen table, so we borrowed tables and chairs from the local hall, as you do ah. when you're living in the country. Um, and yeah, set it all up, got the dinner all cooked, and everything went well. And then we did nothing for the whole rest of the two weeks, a week and a half. Nice, a half. Yeah, it was perfect.
1: Big question, though. Did you give anyone food
0: poisoning? No, we did not. And we even got a turkey last minute as well. So we were going to do chicken and ham, but we did turkey, chicken and ham. So it was all the meats. Ooh, that's um, a lot of out. meat.
1: Did you do any of the cooking?
0: Yes, I made, I made roast potatoes and I helped for the other things.
1: <laughs> In other words, well done, Lisa. You did a good job.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Gordo, you headed down home to Kilkenny?
4: Uh, I did. Eventually, I uh, was down sick with a dose, uh, so it was a bit delayed going down, but it was grand. I uh, had a lovely call for me, work on call It last for five hours at one point. Uh, I was still up here, thankfully, because in hindsight, I don't know how I would have done working it off on of one screen. It was a bit of a bitch one. Um, so yeah, that was fine. Got down home for a couple of days, ended up going for well, a bit of family time went down for the, the drinks and watched all the sports with the lads then the Saturday, just before New Year's Eve. Uh, and in the aftermath of that, the lads headed home, I think what, around about half seven, quarter to eight, and I wasn't in to, to head home. So I, in a tipsy state, went to the cinema and watched Aquaman 2.
0: How
2: was On it? Uh?
4: Yeah, I just I, I figured, well, the, the cinema pass works for the cinema down in Waterford oh, as yeah, well. Does, yeah. So yeah. I was like, grand... I have been to the cinema in months. May as well go see this, get it out of the way. It was meh. Mm. Visually fantastic. Looks really nice visually. The effects are quite well done. But the story is just weak as fuck. And it's a shame, because <laughs> I like half of the leading cast.
0: <laughs> isn't that, isn't <laughs> she like in hardly any of it? Uh, she's in much
4: more of it than I thought she'd be. Okay, okay. A hell of a lot more than you'd think she'd be in. But okay. she's there quite a bit. Um, but yeah, look, it said it was covered in the, in the cinema pass, so I was like, I've already paid anyway. What of it? Um, so yeah, I want like
0: to see Godzilla. That's why I'm going to go. Probably I'll try and go see. Oh, nice! It's really good. The Japanese madman.
1: Paddy, how did you get on over Christmas? Did you enjoy some time off?
0: We lost you there.
3: No, I I, I was working for all of it. Oh. I mean, working is a strong word. I was sitting in front of a laptop in front of the TV. So I caught up on Skybox. I'm up oh, to date nice. on Sky. Yeah. All of it. Oh, yeah. Pretty much all of it.
1: That was <laughs> complete debate. Yeah. Uh,
3: the only I thing I haven't can... watched is The Last of Us. And that's for next week.
1: So he pushed out anyway. Important.
0: That's very important. Last very important. That was fantastic. And uh, <laughs> I ate a lot of <laughs> cheese. Mm. A lot uh, of cheese. Too much cheese? That was
3: my last two weeks.
0: I don't think there's such a thing. Fitz, I believe. Fitz says there is.
1: Yeah. Fitz says, the Fitz, says any cheese.
0: Fitz says any cheese is too much cheese, except for our pizza.
1: Ah, uh, pizza, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You love to see that. All right, to be
3: fair. I eat enough to make up for you, so it's fine. <laughs> pad, thanks very much.
0: So, that we, we had a situation. They said that in work, they sent out like pizza kits at one point over, over COVID. And we had a situation where Lisa put too much cheese on a pizza. And she admitted <laughs> there was too much cheese on the pizza. So, it is possible, but it just <laughs> requires a lot of cheese.
2: No, you said words. Did it
0: overflow? Uh, we, just put too much, we just put too much ingredients on. So just, it, yeah, it just didn't properly cook the way uh, it should, the whole way through. And yeah, just, it was just too much cheese. Now,
1: I did a bad over Christmas, right? I did something that I shouldn't have done. Oh. So my Christmas day, the actual entirety of the day, involved me watching 20 episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine from bed while eating a combined two slices of dry toast.
0: So someone wasn't well.
1: So Christmas Eve came home from Mass, had a cup of tea, chilling out, and the father says, "Do you want whiskey?" I said, do you know what I <laughs> do? <laughs> we proceeded to finish off what was left in the in the bottle of Jameson. Now, to be fair, there was only maybe uh, a couple of drinks left in that, and then we finished off in another entire bottle. Whoa. And I was incredibly drunk. Uh, went to bed, whatever. Three half three Christmas Day morning. And I was awoken by my father at uh, nine nine thirty because we were planning to have our Christmas morning steak, as is tradition in my household. And my, I think my actual words were, <laughs> 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 and I was not well. I no. I did not have a very good day. One hundred and ten percent my own fault. Didn't go for the cure though. No. Oh no 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 no! It, it like I said. I had two slices of toast at about 4.30 in the afternoon because that was the only time I could actually start keeping things down. It was, oh, that yeah. was in a bad way.
0: For those not in one. Ireland, the cure is more drink. Yes. Yeah. just to confirm. Yeah. yeah. Fire so with that, fire, I, no,
3: doesn't really work. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so I ended up having my Christmas Day dinner on Stephen's Day, my day. Mm-hmm. So it was a good... I had all my Christmas traditions, but in a backwards way and in on different days than normal. So that, that, that was the height of it. But to be fair, it did cure me because I was getting a bit fluy just before Christmas. So all that whiskey killed everything that was inside of me, including <laughs> my soul.
3: <laughs>
1: um, Have you been back at work this week or did you get an extra few days off?
0: Oh, no, back on Tuesday. So uh, it's been a slow, not doing much week because I just can't bring myself to do stuff. But yeah, it's, it, I've been there in person. I don't mind. To be Physically. fair, most
1: people were back yeah. to work on Tuesdays that work a normal 9-to-5. Isn't that right, Gordo? It's off, but I can't talk about it.
2: <laughs>
1: Bless your cotton socks. Okay,
4: yeah. I, guess, I, can't, I, can't, I can't talk about it on the internet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been that kind of week, though, boy, I'd agree. It's just going through the motions, clearing up the inbox, uh, tidying up the mess that uh, last year me left behind.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's getting there, getting there. Monday is going to be a brand new week. No, with uh, brand new challenges, actually doing work. No. I know. It's no, fucking horrible. It's you
3: put off till the new year. Yeah, Exactly. We'll circle yeah. back in January. We will, yeah. No, no, mm-hmm. have to circle back. No. Oh, wait, it's January. Damn. Uh, <laughs> kill it. <laughs> it's, it. It
1: is literally that sort of feeling. So that's a big pile of shite. But look yeah. at new year, new us, right? We're going to change and improve and all that sort of good things, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. No. Um, no, not don't no, no, fuck that shit
0: No, we t- talking about, before we went on air We were talking about New Year's resolutions um, Oh and, and yeah, I don't have any, because fuck that shit Hey
1: Pretty hey. buddy man? Gordo, i got a New Year's resolution for you It's called Fruit and Vegetables <laughs> How do you feel about this?
0: Uh, select ones <laughs> <laughs> select,
2: select
4: ones I have no issue with I just select them when it comes to put my fruit and my veg
1: <laughs> I saw this fun, One of the funniest uh, Instagram reels I'm sure the younger folk among us have probably seen it on TikTok two weeks ago because apparently That's how things work now, you see it on TikTok first And then the older generation see it On uh, Instagram a couple of weeks later And then the very old people see it on Facebook A month later
3: But uh, The thing the, about that is though, so, being two weeks late they filter out all the terrible stuff, so you're only left with gold.
1: Yeah. Fair point. I didn't think of that that way. I'm going to use that argument. The
4: with sift. The young it's sifting through it on on TikTok. Yeah, I like that.
1: They weed out the shit. <laughs> yeah. It was basically about these two people who lived together. I unconfirmed if they were in a relationship or not. It seemed like they were, but it didn't outright say it, so I don't want to assume. And he's uh, eating a banana and the girl goes, oh, uh, is that your breakfast or whatever? And to keep talking. I was like, oh no, this is just my, uh, my weekly piece of fruit. And she got very offended. She was like, what do you mean you're a weekly piece of fruit? He's like, yeah, well, I, you know, I have, usually have a, a banana or an apple once or twice a week, maybe just, to, you know, try to be healthy. And she goes, you're meant to have fruit every day. And he's like, no, 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 no don't, don't, don't be crazy. And then like, he phones up three people and it was like, dude, do you eat fruit every day? He's like, no maybe like once or twice a week and she's appalled by this and he goes jesus what are you supposed to do eat fruit every week next you tell me i'm meant to drink more than like three cups of coffee a day and you know drink water or something like that it was very good because I, I thought i could relate to it with gordo because gordo loves his fruit and veg way good
3: story yeah, the other one i saw on the instagram this probably applies to gordo as well so uh, I'm feeling mother... fucking ganged up on here, <laughs> right, by no, the way. Let, me, let yes. me finish it before you get upset, right? So a mother brings her three-year-old child into the doctor for a checkup, right? And the doctor's trying to figure out how healthy the child is. So the doctor says to the kid, what's your favorite fruit? And the kid looked him dead in the eye and said, cheese.
0: Cheese <laughs> 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 is the fruit.
1: I don't think Gordo can even argue this one. I, no. I know. <laughs> I know, but I,
4: I do like cheese. Uh,
0: I really I should eat more fruit. I vegetables. I don't eat much fruit. I have to say,
1: yeah, but fruit is tastier.
0: It is. It is, and I do like fruit when I have it. It's just fruit goes off so fucking fast.
1: Yeah. Ask it's Nolan: jam. Is there uh, a benefit of drinking orange juice over uh, an orange? It will trigger him. I would.
4: <laughs> I would ask these things, but that would allowed me have to talk to Nolan. <laughs>
1: Did anyone like do a, a a health check, a welfare check on him over Christmas? I,
0: I went out drinking with him on the 23rd. Oh, uh, so, he is so alive. he's alive. He's alive. And I also ran into him in Tesco uh, two days ago. So yeah, he's alive. Are they buying oh, wow. fruit. Uh, yeah. He was not buying fruit. He was buying uh, crisps to go wash the darts. But. Nah, that's fair. Still yeah. alive. Still uh, alive.
1: Bless his cotton socks. I don't know how he's alive, but look at he is. <laughs> What else is happening in the world? Anything good, bad, or indifferent that you've come across in the last week or so? Epstein list. Hey, yo, hey, <laughs> yo. Gordo, why are you on Epstein's right list? Allegedly. I'm not
4: on Epstein's list. Allegedly? Much like, was it Ruben? Uh, Callum Hudson Adoy, wasn't it? Had to put out that, uh that the footballer had to put out a note on Instagram because it's something that was basically doing rounds years ago with himself, Mourinho, and someone else were uh all had all been on epstein's island and it resurfaced this week so uh yeah Callum Hudson i had to uh a, a, a post to say that he was not in fact on epstein's island
0: i did see not something about you. his his uh flight apparently his his plane came to waterford a few times oh oh um,
1: is anyone on this podcast claim to be from waterford <laughs> <laughs>
0: i know one, one of in waterford, us does so, and, you know, uh, uh, uh
1: So, Gordo, how do you feel about uh, being outed on Epstein's list, allegedly?
4: Well, who says what's on his list? I would have been young enough at that stage.
0: Oh, yeah, he was a victim, like. You're on the other side, aren't you? no?
1: Uh, Do you you feel comfortable and safe talking about the people on that list that did things to you?
3: No. What's on the doll? (laughs) Point where they touched you.
4: (laughs) Oh, they didn't touch me. I I was a little deviant. <laughs> they, they got back Me, on that plane mean? pretty fuck. What do you mean? They was? Back in that, like, fuck off! They got back in that plane pretty quick when I was around.
0: Uh, so Even yeah, there, a, around.
1: <laughs> there are some weird what? names on that list, though, right?
0: I haven't seen it. I know. I just I, I, I
1: was trying to be controversial. You said we said news. Stephen Hawking, apparently.
0: I did see the meme going around of uh, God pushing. Uh, Stephen Hawking off the stage as Kane. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: so basically what we're saying, is anyone named in this release, you know, take it with a grain of salt? Because if, if Stephen Hawking is on that list, then you can be pretty sure that there are He wasn't doing like anything.
0: Are, people might be doing next to him. He wasn't doing anything.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Now There's probably people is on name, that list that where you're like. the names of people
3: that kind of knew him or chat to him? Or is it more than that? I, I don't read the news, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think it was tied up in some sort of documents that he had. So I don't know if it was, like, business dealings or property or whatever. That,
0: like, got on the pl- private plane, to his private plane, I think, is what it was. So I don't know whether it was, like, most of them were to fly to the island. Yeah. I don't think everything was. I, could, I, I don't know. See, like, was, but,
1: yeah. like, we claim Gorda to be a deviant. Are we guilty because we know him? No, so that's the point I'd make. Mm-hmm.
4: Only if I was we to ever actually do something that was illegal.
1: I mean, Exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't do anything that's illegal, Gordon, would you?
0: No. Proud of you. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Not since the incident. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: You see... Uh, you when you're part? electronically tagged, am I right?
4: <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so you see part of the thing that was doing the rounds about, the, about the Steve, uh, Stephen Hawking being on there, though, was uh, like one of the things that he was interested in. Uh, now again, uh, take this with a fucking grain of salt, but uh, this still rounds on Twitter was that uh, one of the th- one of his kinks was that he lo- enjoyed watching undressed widgets of complex equations on a too high up chalkboard.
3: <laughs> <laughs> your no, family, no.
4: <laughs> <laughs> now, it's it's obviously very clearly a fake, but it's one of those things where I just couldn't help but laugh at the possibility of imagine if that's what he was actually into. <laughs> Jesus, uh, but yeah, I said 100 percent fake. But I just, I, I, got a good chuckle out of it. Uh,
0: ah, yeah. Another news, um, anyone else watching the darts? I never watched the darts, but the 16-year-old hey. getting to the final. Now I watched the final.
1: Now, lads, lads you say a 16-year-old getting to a final. That guy is not getting ID'd if he goes to any bar
0: office. No, license. definitely not. He's going out with a 21-year-old as well, which is a little dodgy, but um, on her part. Um, and, yeah, the... and Lisa claims he looks like you. That's
1: Yeah, but her judgment is flawed because she married you, Bo. That's a fair
0: point.
1: That's about as nice as I'm willing to say on air. <laughs> <laughs> That's, Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> uh, she's a hoe <laughs> sorry Bo uh, had to be done uh, what else is going on The with darts yeah that was fucking amazing So, like, I don't care what anyone says those two that participated in that final whatever the rest of them those two are professional athletes
0: they the were shit
1: fantastic. they were doing like if you consider golf to be a sport and those to be athletes then those dart players are athletes and I'll yeah. fight anyone who disagrees
4: well, what really impressed me the most was the the speed of his fucking calculations.
0: Oh, yeah, that's
4: Littler. Like, he was hitting... He'd be hitting... Um, like, he'd be hitting darts that no one else would just because he'd figure out a, at what he would feel is an easier checkout, basically. Mm-hmm. So he'd be... Where in reality, most lads would be just homing in on going for, you know, triple 20, triple 20s. And then, you know, obviously try and even it up, you go for like a triple 19 or whatever. He'd be there and say, no, nah, fuck this. And he'd be hitting a, say a triple 17 followed by a triple 16 just because he was like, well, this is something that fits a checkout that I like easier. But he was so quick. As soon as that, I bounced out, just quickly adapting. Yeah, just I was amazed with how quick he was on his feet when it came to.
1: But just quick in general. Like yeah. he would throw so quickly that your man almost didn't have time to think about it because he was being rushed back up to the hockey again. Yeah. It was crazy um, the speed he was playing at.
4: Yeah, frighteningly good. Um, also, mad to think that, like, uh, in like his post game, what uh, post game, his post match press conference uh, where he was asked about it in the aftermath of it. And he was like, you know, I kind of just had to enjoy it as it was because. You know, it could be five, ten years before I get back to another one of these. So and everyone's almost,
2: like,
0: guess, yeah,
4: everyone, was um, like, oh, God, that's awful. Oh, God. But then you remember, in ten years fucking time, the lad is still going to only be 26.
0: Exactly. The guy he's against wasn't even, it was, what, 28?
4: 28, I think, yeah. So, yeah. like,
0: even, in, even he if was he was young like, for that, it's like. Yeah. That's the
4: thing. Even if he makes it back there in fucking ten years time by the time he gets to his next one, that would still be one of the fucking youngest finalists in the history of the tournament so how, 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 how
0: long did Phil Taylor go for how age was he when he finished
1: oh Jesus
0: um, 50s, uh, at least yeah. 10 years I'd imagine yeah yeah he's 63 now he only retired a few years ago like.
4: yeah he would have been mid to late, six, mid to late 50s
0: yeah it so, yeah, shows how much career this guy can have like if he just keeps going he's going to be insane uh, uh, Sean about asked about the whole thing because it was too exciting <laughs> I need
3: my speed <laughs> to slow down a little bit <laughs>
1: Uh, Sean is asking about the Tetris kid I have not read about this so someone's going to so have to hopefully a, a, a
3: kid one. beat Tetris yeah a kid, a kid in America we didn't know it was possible but the kid completed Tetris
0: yeah it was Nintendo 64 t- Tetris wasn't it I think it was uh, I think it was the OG one was it I can't remember I remember. I can't remember which one it was but yeah basically up to now only an AI or a bot or someone else has been able to complete Tetris and there is no actual way to complete Tetris how you complete Tetris is you get the absolute max score of all nines and the game breaks that's how you beat Tetris and he's the only person oh. actual person to have ever done it
1: make it make sense
0: I mean, imagine, how it speed. imagine how fast that fucking screen is going
4: yep but the Sky uh, Sky's attitude to that was he should go outside yeah uh.
2: Uh, sure? I, will say some, I, I will say How
4: something I will yeah. <laughs> say something similar. Yeah. But I'll say something similar to the darts people. The skill that he had to use, what well, a different skill that he had to use, is still phenomenal and something that I yeah, I didn't I didn't like Sky's coverage of it. Because yeah, what he done was pretty damn impressive. Considering no adult has ever done it. At
0: the same time, touch grass
4: i said i also go to yeah, touch yeah, grass. Like, yeah, but
0: yeah. Consensually. Consensually. Consensually
4: touch grass, yeah.
0: Yeah. Insane, insane. To be able to do that, like... Because I could barely do fuck all the Tetris. Like, it's... It's a tough oh, game. Oh, yeah. That's the way... When games were made. When that was made, games were made hard. Properly hard. There was no easy setting, like... Fuck no. Saving progress. That was... <laughs> no, no. You start over. You
3: start the Jeez. game and you finish when you're done.
0: Yep.
4: <laughs> it was seen as a big deal when games started bringing in like maybe you'd have to input codes that'll bring you back to a particular mission and stuff like that
0: i remember a list of codes you used to have was the original crass bandicoot um yeah yeah the, the option of either having a code or a memory card and i'd have the memory card when i got it first so yeah to keep down your code to get back to where you were okay. still even at that stage we're still memory cards that. that's another bloody scam <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Paddy's like fucking play the game you bought the game play the fucking game oh
3: no it's it's a financial scam oh. it's a 15 slots so you're thinking okay I can play 15 games and save them oh no 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 some games took 5 or 6 slots
2: yeah
3: <laughs> so after playing a couple of games you have to decide is is this one more important than that one or how long is it going to take me to get you're playing Tomb Raider 2 keep that one <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've I a That time. time
0: that was, that was the, the thing back there now it's space just general hard drive space. Yeah. Games. Mm-hmm. You can only install one or two games at this point now on fucking on a console and you have to uninstall them to fit install a new one. It's so big. Ooh. I was just
4: I was thinking back to the memory card days and like heaven for you to try to play LMA manager. That took that took up legitimately a full memory card for one save.
3: Same with Populous. Nobody yeah. played that though, so it doesn't matter. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Paddy pa- Patty, the one person who knows how much fucking space Populous took up on a
1: memory card. <laughs> I've never even heard of
3: I it. I ended up having to own like three or four because if you played Populous, that's one. And then if you played all the Final Fantasy games, that was another one.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even have room for you Lord of the Rings of third
1: age. Uh, I just lost the game. Oh uh, shame.
2: I was, I. I was doing Sorry. well. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, did you hear the important and uh, revolutionary news that Steve's going to have to cancel his wedding?
0: Yeah, it's devastating.
1: Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 3 remake is coming out the same day he was supposed to get married. So, clearly, he's choosing the, the game over his fiance. Oh, so, you
0: have
1: to. It, it's the only thing that makes sense. We'll
3: have a session, though.
1: Yeah, like we can all bring our TVs and our, our consoles and we can play it in the hotel that we booked. So, like, you know, go, crazy, yeah. super fun, happy time. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Steve. Huh? Poor, Steve. Uh, Poor Steve. Uh okay, I think we probably should get on true to the wrestling and get all of all of that, that goes that's going on. So since we've last recorded, which has been a couple of weeks because we took a Christmas a break.
0: Like it's been three weeks since we've done a proper a normal podcast. Mm.
1: Uh, so it's been a lot of happenings, so I think instead of trying to go through everything in detail and through all the shows, we'll we'll touch on the the important shows that have happened, so uh, AEW World's End, let's start there. So, what happened on that show? Bo, what was the, the the key points for you coming away from that show?
0: I mean, the key points was that the first half of it wasn't great, um, it was probably one of the weakest pay-per-views AEW have ever done, um, but the last few matches were decent, so the... A uh, TNT title match between uh, Adam Copeland and Christian Cage. I thought it was very fun, and very good. Which um, one? The
1: first or the second? Uh,
0: definitely the first. Um, yeah. So yeah, if you, have, if you didn't see it, uh, Edge or Adam Copeland. I did name them. Um, oh, you did name them. Adam Copeland got the victory over Christian Cage after a brutal match. Um, and earlier in the night, Killswitch, formerly known as uh, Luchasaurus, because I will also not dead name him. Um, <laughs> had won a basically money in the bank for TNT, the TNT title. Um, and he got, he was, came down and he was, he handed it to Christian Cage, Christian Cage cast it instead. So he forfeited it to Christian Cage. Christian Cage then won after Killswitch had beaten up Copeland.
1: It was a little bit obvious that was going to happen. I think Paddy touched on that when he was watching it.
3: Yeah. As soon as the battle royal was over, you knew what way the TNT title match was going to go. Mm. Bit of a shame.
1: But I don't think you could have really done it any other way if, if that was your end goal.
0: I'd say that though, they have been teasing Killswitch turning on Christian. And like with the Kremlach mm-hmm. having Lichasaurus and stuff on him and stuff like that. So you could have had it where he just had it and eventually the turn, when he turns face again, is to attack Christian and cash in on him with the title. So you could have kept it for that yeah, either. That's, that's
3: the way it should have gone.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now before you get to the big matches, Bo, uh, the one thing that stood out for me was the, the, the reception that Chris Jericho got.
0: Mixed at best. Oh, he got booed as well. Yeah, far. he did. So, we have obviously, we haven't been covered what why he got booed because that's happened since we've been online. So, you want to run through why the fans are not happy with Christian with Jericho right now? Uh,
1: allegedly, he's a sex pest, is probably the, 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 the quickest way of getting that out there. So, the rumors have been around for years that yeah, this, he has this, an this, open
0: marriage. I mean, yeah, this what is it? This thing that came out back. This, this last last week. This has been a known thing for two years. Yeah. Why, but all like, of a sudden, everyone got uh, all pissy about it this week. Everyone's known about this for two years. It's been wildly, widely yeah. known.
1: Well, the thing that kind of drew it to light more recently is the likings and commenting of Smiley Kylie Ray on Twitter. So the allegations obviously have been around for a while. That You know, it's been in an open marriage that he has... Had relations and has silencing agreements in place with more than one female throughout the history of his professional wrestling career. Uh, Kylie Ray being the more recent of the lot that we know of that allegedly this happened with. Um and well, the, the rumor to,
0: with Kylie is more so that she, he she was propositioned. I guess, yes. Because,
1: yeah. Exactly, and that was why she mm. ended up leaving AW so mm. abruptly. Stories then came out that um, apparently he has... And and it's, it was Nick Houseman, I think, was yeah. the one who kind of, in some form of a podcast or interview show that he had, made assertions to the fact that there's a lot of stories behind the scenes that a lot of people know but can't talk about because there are multiple NDAs in place and that by talking yeah. about them you could be, you know... Preceding any legal events that may happen, this, uh, this
0: is in response as well to Jericho coming out and saying that he didn't have an NDA about the Punk situation okay. on a exactly. drunken Christmas Day tweet.
1: So, like it, 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 it's it's a beautiful Twitter investigation slash uh, fallout that happened out of pure innocuous comments that were made online and spiraled into this whole story. And then, as things were being tweeted and retweeted and quote-tweeted and whatever, Kylie Ray then would either like or kind of uh, pass approval on certain posts, which kind of spiraled them even more, and to the point of where TK was asked uh, a question in the post-show of this, you know, is there anything going on with Chris Jericho or give you any comment to make? And he said he wasn't going to talk about, was it, unsubstantiated rumours or allegations? Mm -hmm. But... I think you have to take Chris Jericho off TV for a little oh, bit definitely. of time, if not a yeah. long time, yeah. until things either and get settled or die out.
0: First, he probably needs to be taken off TV anyway for a bit. It's similar to what we're saying with, you know, some people on Raw, like the Miz and things like that. Like, you know, you need to, and Seth Rollins, you need to kind of... Sometimes I have to her He's been on too much anyway, so even if it didn't happen, I'd be saying that. But yeah, I think uh, definitely right now you
1: need to... Of course, Steve would be heartbroken if you took his two favorite WWE stars off Tally.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Steve loves The Miz and Seth Rollins. He, he has teddies he of them that he sleeps with every night.
0: <laughs> oh, so why didn't we get them? Well, yes, yeah, so we, yeah, we did get him an Omos. We should get him some of those.
1: Yeah. Consider yeah. it done. Yeah. Um, so what else happened on the show? So the, obviously the first half of the show was a bit bleh, but there was some good matches towards the end of the show. Uh, yeah. well, that was, we, was probably my
0: favorite yes that was probably my favorite too and one we'll just put for earlier in the show I was very disappointed that we didn't get Strickland and Keith Lee because like, that would have been a fucking banger but obviously Keith mm-hmm. Lee wasn't cleared apparently he's been dealing with a long term injury and we got to Rose instead which probably should have been a squash but it was a decent match but it wasn't, still it was not much Swerve wasn't happy either no understandably he'd be annoyed too because so that would have been a, like him and Keith Lee there's like what a year and a half of build on that mm-hmm. on and off and they two of them could put on a fantastic match so yeah ah well anyway continental classic great match
1: yes eddie kingston got his flowers i did
0: he finished his story
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh i see what you did there you crafty fucker yeah um yeah i i i wasn't happy necessarily with the final because i thought swerve had the momentum throughout the, the tournament and i thought it made more sense for him to to take it but him being dragged away to the Keith Lee story that didn't end up happening because of injury and Eddie losing his first two matches to come back and kind of keep his crown and get his flowers. I like the ending after all. Um, But that's the problem with these sorts of tournaments is you can book it out on paper before it ever happens and it'll make sense but you can't account at that stage for the emotion of the crowd as the tournament develops and who they naturally and organically get behind. Because I think that there was an element of frustration from the fans and Swerve that he had built up such kind of a, a following throughout the tournament that he didn't really get a payoff for that just yet. So I think big things are coming his way very, very soon.
0: Oh, definitely. Like, we, well, we said he was the bit main one to watch in our show that we did two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like he is, like he's on very much on the upper trend. He's on the precipice right now and he's definitely tipping over into the. he's going to be huge this year. Big time. I, but Eddie... So delighted for Eddie. Like, the, how can you not like Eddie Kingston? He's just fantastic.
1: He's king of the bums. He is. He's awesome.
0: And he's also triple crown champion.
1: tell me right, and this is frustrating me greatly, and Paddy can attest to this because we watched Dynamite together this week. What does being the Continental Classic champion actually Conti- mean?
0: Continental crown champion is now with the new belts that you own. From it because they don't have enough belts. They add another belt. I'm going to talk about adding another belts with the women's tag titles. Um,
1: Does this mean that he defends all three belts at once, or no, are these individual. individual titles that he can defend as required?
0: These are all the this triple crown is defended individually. So each, uh, so like technically, he's a crown he's a champion in three different promotions. And the idea, the way it used to be back in the day, is that each title was be defended in each promotion, but. Whether they do that or not, we'll see. The, the match that they have advertised for um, Collision this week is just for the Continental crown. So just for the AW title. The other two so are. So how
1: there. is this crown championship, whatever you want to call it, different than the belt Orange Cassidy has?
2: It, it's got a crown on it.
1: But what does that mean? <laughs> I'm so confused by what this actually means. It's What's just the,
0: the, another yeah, belt. Up the, the next What's the difference between Yeah, just, you know.
1: At least the TNT title, it's a television title, so it's defended on television, or supposedly. But the, the inter- whatever, the Continental, or the, the Orange Cassidy belt, that was supposed to be an international title that you get defend in other promotions around the world, or the All Atlantic, or whatever it was previously. But how are we supposed to, as audiences, as viewers of this product, supposed to differentiate the importance levels and the differentiating factors between these belts? You know, we gave out about the whole incorporation of Ring of Honor when that was purchased and the influx of belts that that brought and just every show and almost every match had a belt on the line which devalued everything because nothing is important if everything Mm -hmm. is important. Why are we supposed to care now that there's another belt after the the tournament that was had, which was fantastic? What relevance does it have compared to the TNT title compared to the international title?
2: I would prefer...
0: I would prefer if this wasn't a title that was defended. It was just one of the ones. as like Paddy said, it's just like a yearly thing. Like it's just it's yeah. a thing that you hold for the year, you're like the kind of... Right? And then
3: don't defend it until next year. Yeah. You've, it's like you've the won way the, the, the tournament. Exactly. Well, the
0: come back the next di- year. It's the yeah. diamond, diamond ring that they do with MJF. Mm-hmm. Except that every year it's on, on the line in the tournament instead.
1: It's, yeah. yeah. You are automatically in the tournament because you're the champion. Whereas other people might have to qualify or whatever it may be. The fact that this is going to get defended weekly, it's just another belt then. And yeah. it means nothing to me. It's just another prop and a crutch that they use to make matches seem more relevant it's than they actually are.
0: Too many belts, including ones that aren't recognized but were self-title matches. You know?
1: Yes, FTW. Like yeah. f- why do any of these why should I be interested in any of these? Genuine question. No answer. I'm not. Which is not exactly no. the correct
0: answer. On, the international on, title, right? Orange Cassidy has made the international title. So that one I'll say that he's put the effort in to make that a kind of a a workhorsey title.
1: He has, but that should have been what the TNT title was.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Now, the TNT title is almost the the main title on Collision, which is fine. But you need to kind of rebrand it or repurpose it so that people know that and the international title can be your workhorse champion, it can be, I always don't, I, well, I never really understand why they, they talk about, you know, the winner's purse, all these sorts of things, but they never kind of bring that logic forward to being a champion, therefore you get more money if you are the champion. Little things like that can help the audience really get invested into why someone wants a particular belt over another, and the, the workings and the logic behind that belt.
0: I mean, they had a belt that they actually get rid of because Pug left, so they just need to replace it. Another belt. Mm-hmm. Give me belt. Give me no, a
1: belt. no more belts. <laughs> um, main event of World's End. Samojo Joe defeated MGF. Speaking of finishing stories, yeah, uh, the, the the actual dropping of the hand was a bit meh. Did the third hand drop properly and sufficiently enough? Ah, did yeah. He was out. It was a bit weird because the crowd didn't know. Because it looked like it was Granted, not no, down fully.
0: When's the last time you saw a match end with a hand dropping three times? That's yeah, the right. thing actually happen.
1: The first two hand drops were fine and make sense because his hand dropped fully, but the third one kind of hung up on Joe's shoulder. So it, it looked. The last
3: time you saw a match end with two and a half hand drop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Paddy's got me again. I can't follow up the logic.
3: Yeah, I thought. I honestly thought that was going to be a kind of um, oh, his hand didn't drop the third time in a way to kind of restart the match, but thankfully they didn't go that way.
1: Big time. Um, so MJF apparently has a couple of different injuries that he's been nursing and is allegedly in a lot of pain anyway. So bearing that in mind, I thought he did a pretty good job in this match. He did what he needed to do. Um, got over the line, dropped the belt, to Smojo's now a world champion. Finally, great to see. But we got the unveiling and the unmasking of the devil. Adam Cole and the kingdom and Wardlow bit of a mismatch the, of people.
0: The Wardlow part is a bit weird because they're in the promo on dynamite. Which, yeah. That was like, why would Wardlow just do what they did with MJF again? Mm-hmm. So I guess eventually that will change, but what, what would the story that makes, that makes no sense storyline to me or why he would agree to be in that spot to get the title. Yeah. And to you know, anyway,
1: so that's it. So the follow on to that was on Dynamite this week. Cole had his promo uh, as the new de facto leader of the Undisputed Kingdom, mm-hmm. mm, bit on the nose, the, the and music. Um, good music to be fair. And he said that Ward's focus right now is to go after the World Heavyweight Championship, uh, win that, and when Cole is fully fit, he's going to forfeit it and give it to Cole. Like Bo said, it's it's very much a a following on from forcing Warlord to win a belt and give it to MJF.
4: Yeah. But I think it, the, the story Killswitch is... Killswitch giving it to Christian Cage.
0: Yeah, you're already doing that storyline. Like, yeah. 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 I think
1: you've kind of touched on it there, Bo, but I think they will go down the route of Wardlow winning whatever belt it may be and then telling Cole to go fuck himself and take it off me kind of a scenario.
0: because It's like a temporary alliance for Wardlow just to get what he wants kind of thing.
1: Yeah, henchman Wardlow, we've seen it in like three different versions so far and we've all kind of agreed this is almost like his final straw that he needs to do something or his character in AEW is dead so hopefully he does tell Colt to go fuck himself that, that'll be interesting to see
0: Yeah, I mean logically though the, the group of people that ended up being behind the mask are the ones that make the most sense to be behind the mask so at least they didn't just do a swerve for swerve's sake it did make sense to the storyline
1: exactly um, Paddy do you have thoughts on the paper overall? Do you enjoy it?
3: With pretty much everything people have said
1: I value your input, that was fantastic. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm not going to talk for the hell of it. No,
1: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, what else happened in the world? Uh, Gordo, did you watch NXT this week?
4: Yes. Talk us through what happened. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> yes, NXT had their New Year's <laughs> Evil premium live event, if whatever the hell you want to call it this week. Um, Fun show start to finish. Uh, started off with the women's title match, uh, which was actually I think, a really good choice to start off the show. Uh, it was Lara Valkyrie against Blair Davenport, and they beat the ever living piss out of each other. Uh, very, very fun match. Lara retained the title, which was good to see. Uh, yeah, really, really fun match. Um, and yeah, started off the year hot. Uh, Next, we had a match which was fine. It was a bit of a throwaway, but gave us one of the craziest spots we're going to see all year, Um, which was LWO of Joaquin Wild, Cruz del Toro, and Carlito against the the no-quarter catch crew, minus one member who was in All Japan Pro wrestling this week. Uh, So it was Drew Gulak, Damon Kemp, and Miles Bourne. Um, LWO, no surprises, won the match, but the big talking point was the slingshot Essentially from the middle rope halfway up the fucking ramp of Joaquin Wild, on it, wasn't it? No, it was Chris yeah. Del Toro. Del Toro done it. Um Yeah, so he literally stood up on the rope. The two boys had grabbed the middle ropes as he was standing on it, and essentially they lifted the rope as he was about to jump off. And so had added, added slingshot. Uh so it was Wild, was so. it. But yeah, either way he, he just fucking flew. It was phenomenal. Uh, great spot. It was, a, it was a fun match, but it said a bit of a throwaway match in there. Um, but yeah, still very good. Uh, after that, we had uh, Roxanne Perez against Ariana Grace. Uh, so this was uh, kind of done to further the story of Roxanne losing her mind a little bit. So Roxy gets the win. Uh, again, very, very good match. Ariana Grace has actually been really impressive since coming back. But this was a big step up, even from the couple of matches she's had. Uh obviously Roxanne, you know what you're getting with Roxanne. She always has great matches anyway. Uh but after the match, Perez laid out Grace again and wouldn't stop beating the ever-living piss out of her. Um more and more Eskimo out. try breaking up. She keeps going at her, keeps going at her. And eventually the ref something that isn't done often anymore, the ref reversed the decision and awarded the match to Ariana Grace. So, rare. Don't see it really happen that much anymore, but uh, nice to see that some of these rules still live on.
1: Where are they going with that, do you reckon?
4: Not quite sure. Obviously, heel Roxy is the kind of a more edgy Roxy. Seems to be where they're going with it as to what the long-term plan for that is. Maybe her against Lyra? We've never really had a heel Roxanne, so maybe her ascending up, taking out Lyra at some point, possibility. Um, yes, yeah, one that was a very curious one to see where it goes. But again, it was a fun match. Um, get nothing too, not too spectacular, but just a a solid match. Uh, same breed really with the next one, which was the loser becomes the winner servant or ranch hand match, uh, between Tiffany Stratton and Fallon Henley, um. They had to fade the camera a couple of times. The green cut to black a couple of times during this match. Oh, mm. um, why? I put it. I put a comment in the group chat during the entrance, saying Tiffany is a wardrobe malfunction might happen. Um, I have a feeling that might have been what it was. I don't know. It was not confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, good uh, solid match. I. Uh, they went with the right decision here, which is Fallon Henley getting the win over Stratton. One, because it builds her up, but also the fact that they're now going to have Tiffany having to work uh, work as Fallon's ranch hand over the next couple of weeks. Um, and the possible vignettes off of that are going to be fucking hilarious because yeah, they always do comedy segments like this quite well. So this should be a very, really fun one to watch uh, over the next couple of weeks to see all the vignettes that they come out with first. Um, yeah, come in, uh, well, come in event not home in event, the, but essentially second last match, was the breakout tournament final, which was Obafemi against Riley Osborne. Uh, Obafemi is an absolute fucking unit. Uh, he is money waiting to happen for that company. Riley Osborne's fantastic as well. A lot of attention lot of from both of these lads. Obafemi gets the win, and with that, a future title shot uh, at some point, whenever he wants. But yeah, yeah, very fun match. Two guys that are only really finding their feet in NXT, but have really, really high potential. Um, Main event was not the main event we were hoping for. Oh. Yeah, so the show started off where there was going to be, uh, during the women's match, it was was said that there was going to be major news uh, backstage um, from backstage reporter Kelly Kincaid, who... Was outside the trainer's office after the first match and said that Ilya Dragunov had not been cleared to defend the title against Trick Williams at the main event. Um, oh, so follow the his... the title? No, fuck no. Um, Why?
1: That's what happens when you can't defend your title. Just ask Naomi. That, ah, that,
0: that time. That she was back at one time.
1: I that one time. It was just that one time.
4: Um, but yeah, so they said that the match wasn't going to be able to go ahead. Uh, they cut back then to the locker room a bit later. And it's they're trying to basically get Trick's thoughts on it and Trick and Mellow they're talking about what's going on and the whole, you know, you got you've got this eventually when it's there, you know, if the title's gonna be yours, yada yada. And they are interrupted by Grayson Waller, who comes in, does his usual trash talk and trying to wind everybody up. Eventually it leads to a point where Waller uh sorry, Mello essentially puts Trick's title shot on the line against Grayson Waller. Hmm. Uh, so that ended up being your main event Trick versus Waller uh, before the match started there was an announcement that there was going to be another former NXT champ who was in the area and was interested in showing up and take a look at the show uh, to take a look at the main event uh, they didn't announce who it was or anything and uh, they had another segment backstage where Trick basically was asking Mello why the hell did he put the shot on the line and yada yada and Basically told him, Look, I gotta do this on my own. You know, you stay back here. Fast forward, match itself get really good. Trick the leap that Trick has taken in the past six months is incredible. Everything in the ring seems to be kinda of slowed down for him a bit. Uh, you know, often here with like NFL players and stuff how the game eventually slows mm-hmm. down for them. Things seem to be slowed down a bit for Trick, insofar as he's able to just looked a little bit smoother. He's not looking as frantic in there. Everything just looks like a hell of a lot more polished. Waller, Waller's always, always a pro in there as well. So very, very good match. Gets to the uh, near the finish, and the boy Mellow comes running out, hops up on the apron, kind of as if he's you know feigning that he's going to try and cheer Trick on. Obviously, distracts Trick. They kind of start arguing on the apron. Bellow's kinda of like, you know, i was just tell you, go hit him, go lay him out, whatever. Uh, in that moment, Waller rolls out of the ring, kind of looks as if he's gonna line up, nobody does his rolling into the fucking cutter, and rolling, you know, the way he does yeah, the rolling. Very stupid move. Yeah, really, really silly move. But he rolls to the outside as if he was gonna do that, and then out of nowhere he gets punched in the side of the face by Kevin Owens.
1: Oh, so he got disqualified.
4: No, his rest back was trying to sort out the thing with the two boys in the ring. Oh, Yeah, you see, that's how it gets you. Uh, Owens rolls it back into the ring, trick hits his knee, and gets the pin. One, two, three. Uh, as he's celebrating, Mello's kind of looking up at him with kind of a not a worried look, but a kind of a, a fuck kind of look about it. Mm. So, very interesting. Very interesting where they're going with these things. Um, yeah, start to finish. Really, really good show. No match really disappointed. You kind of knew what you were expecting with a lot of them. I wouldn't say any really over delivered. They were all just really solid throughout. Uh, I said through the latter parts of last year as well. NXT is just very easy, easily digestible, easy watching show. You just go in, chill. You'll have solid matches. You kind of understand the fact that, yeah, you know, there are people that are trying to work and get better. Yeah, it's a very fun show.
1: Nice, nice, nice. Um, Wrestle Kingdom, New Japan, we don't talk about it very often, but uh, they had their annual event on Thursday, Wrestle Kingdom, and I presume they had New Year's Dash then today. They did. Because it's not New Year's Day, but it's New Year's Dash. Uh, Bo, you're our New Japan correspondent, did you watch any of this? I
0: watched all of this, I took a half day Thursday morning, took Thursday morning off to watch it live. And I, nice. I, I may have, you know, just had something on the background working today for the um, <laughs> Okay,
1: so skip the, the boring tag matches because they're always a load of shite and you don't really need to watch them. What were your takeaways from the from Wrestle Kingdom itself? The last
0: three matches were fantastic. So we had yeah. the uh, Global Heavyweight Championship match, the treble threat between the uh, Ospreay, Moxley and Finlay.
1: So what's this now? Is this replacing the United States belt? This is States replacing
0: the US and the UK belt. So obviously Os- there was the US belt. Osprey kind of replaced that with the UK belt. And they did it when they originally, this was originally supposed to be just Osprey and Moxley. And when they were kind of setting that match up, Finney came out and destroyed both belts. Um, oh, okay. And got added into the match and they're replacing it with the global title. And... Um, so yeah, there was a lot of things like Finley shouldn't in the match. And uh, Osprey and uh, Moxley had agreed on the press conference during the week uh, that for the first life manager it's going to team up and take out Finley. And that's ah. exactly that's exactly what they did. The first manager just teamed up and took out Finley. Um, uh, but yeah, anyway, Finley got the win because you know Moxley's under contract with AW. Osprey has signed a contract with AEW. Finley's still with New Japan, so mm. kinda, it was always going to be. But it was a really fun match. They had um. Someone at ringside for the match uh, watching, uh, so one Nick Nemeth, formerly known as Dolph Ziggler, uh, was at ringside watching the match. And after the match, Finley, a- after the match, Finley got up in his face and they had a big brawl to the back. So um it looks like Ziggler Nemet is signed to AEW or to sorry, New Japan. And um, they teased that he was out before the tag team match, him and his brother. So Ryan Nemitt was also there with Nick Nemet. And they kind of like so poor Ryan, you know, taking crew. we're watching the tag match to get going a tag run as a brother tag team in New Japan and then he goes for that style. So, you know.
1: Lol. Poor Ryan <laughs> Nemit.
0: Um but yeah, the match itself was great. Um there was a there's a, a very memeable spot where um some of the bullet club guys came out to help uh, oh, Finley okay. and um uh, was it Clark Connor? No, not Clark Connors, what's the name? I can't remember. Oh, the name. Alex uh, oh, yes, Alex. Oh, Jesus. God, black of the name. But anyway, he gets put through a table, and this is a New Japan table. So um, he gets through the middle of the table, and he was just stuck in the table. It's great. Oh, no. So there's a nice uh. move. Um, but yeah, uh, big stories on that. Obviously, we have a new champ in of a brand new title uh, Alex and, Coughlin. In, Alex Coughlin, thank you. And David Finlay. And uh, yeah, it looks like the first feud he's going to have is against Nick Nemeth. Nice.
1: Uh what were the other two matches then?
0: So the next match then was one Kazushka Okada uh facing one more time, Steve. Uh Kazushka Okada. Oh thank um, you. facing one American dragon, Brian Danielson. Uh their second match, so a a rematch from the match that they had at Forbidden Door. And I would probably say this was better than the match at Forbidden Door. I think um, it was. Yeah, like they it was I think this is probably a I'd probably describe it as the best, one of the best storytelling matches I've ever seen. So yeah. every, everything they did in this match fed into the story that they've had. So whether it's uh, Brian's eye being fucked still, the throwbacks to the, to the match they had in forbidden door, just in general, it's just, it was just the perfect storytelling matches. Everything meant something in the match. Have you ever had an I don't know about them.
4: No, I just, I liked, I like the whole, yeah, the eye for the eye, arm for an arm. Mm the flow for it like you know you know technically what you're going to get with these two literally probably the two best from technical stuff belt to belt at the moment that are out there uh but yeah the whole story side of it as you said just it, it led to a really nice flow in around mm. the stuff that they're able to do so
2: mm, okada's okay. okay.
4: uh, okay. gear okada's <laughs> gear by the way
0: <laughs> okada came out you know like there was a story for the whole night that everyone that were white lost actually except for the match right before this but anyway up to that point everyone was wearing white had lost and also every title had changed but um so yeah okada came out in all white gear uh and then his music just stopped and he stood in front of like uv light that went down the front of him and the back of him and his gear was all multicolored.
2: Hmm. magic
0: magic gear um but yeah a fantastic match okada got the win um so they're now one and one so there needs to be a rubber match but they did like have a they bow to each other at the end and all, you know, all mutual respect and So it's just very, very good. Nice. Fantastic match. My match tonight, night anyway, definitely. Um, but yeah, so good. Um, then the main event was for the IWGP World Heavyweight title in which Sonata was defending against Tetsuya Naito.
1: I heard that Naito was incredibly over. Did that come true on the podcast?
0: Oh, yeah. The crowd were insane for Naito. And this is a Japanese crowd, you know, you don't get that loud, but my God, they mm. were so into Naito. Nice. Uh, I mean, this is, like, Naito's always had the story where he's always failed at the big spot, at the big shot. Like he did win a Wrestle Kingdom before, but then he got attacked afterwards, so he didn't get to do his whole afterwards bit and stuff, that the stuff that he normally gets to do. And he also didn't have a great title run afterwards. Um, so yeah, they he got the win. He finally got the big win and he was going to go do the, the post-match stuff, so do the roll call afterwards, which he didn't get to do last time, uh, and then he gets attacked by Evil. Um Aww. But as Evil and Dick Togo were attacking him, um, saying that he was they weren't going to let him get the roll call, uh, Sonata attacked Evil and defended Naito. So, uh, and then kind of gave a nod to each other and put up a one to say, you know, I'm first challenger or whatever. Um,
2: mm.
0: But Naito then finally got to do Get the microphone and do his roll call at the main event of Wrestle Kingdom, which is what he's wanted to do. Um, and it was ni- it was a nice spot because it meant obviously the roll call at the end. Nigel doesn't know as uh, at at the end of any show that uh, Lij win. Uh, Niger does a roll call of all the like tags, everyone does a roll call of all the members of Lij and kind of says Go, good night. And um, it was nice the fact that obviously Sonata and Evil are no longer in Lij, but they've always had a big connection with lij they've been part yeah. members of it throughout the years so they were still involved with the overall segment even though they weren't involved in the roll call so which was a nice little yeah and the, a nice the, little shot, little the shot
4: of sonata crying walking back oh anyway. yeah. Was, yeah that hit
0: that hit hard like gave a little, as he's walking off night i'm gonna thank them for that bit or whatever um but yeah it was it was it was nice it was a nice moment great way to finish the show but yeah overall really good show uh first half as oh normally is was good was good um oddly um TJP is now the fiend. What? Huh? Uh, so he's the Oswang? No, he was only for the show. He wasn't the night after. So uh, apparently Oswang uh, is a thing where in Filipino culture, uh, like a Yeah, so he dressed up as the Oswang. It looked very fiendy. Um Okay. Let's see if I can find a picture. Hang on. Um, I'm very
4: confused because I, I only joined I only started watching during the Despa-Hiromo match.
0: Okay, this is here in one sec, I'll copy it in there. Ah, you know, saving picture. Files are too powerful. No, Actually,
4: it. just looking at the match that was on directly before, and I'm really, really glad that I only tuned in then, because uh, I don't think I could have watched fucking Yoshihashi and Hiroki go match.
0: <laughs> I mean, they've been on fire last year. They've been tag champs for... Pishimon. Pishimon, yeah.
4: Goto, I'm absolutely fine, with. I've not but respect and love for Goto. Yoshihashi can still fuck right off.
1: <laughs> you leave Gail Platt
4: alone. I am nothing if not consistent in my hatred of Yoshihashi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. So New Year's Dash. Then today, did anything? Kind of bigger newsworthy come out of that show?
0: Uh, the big first thing that happened in uh, New Year's Dash is there was a promo uh, featuring one Matthew Riddle that's challenging, uh, that said he was going to challenge the new NJPW president, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi.
4: Uh, but I wonder how Steve feels about this.
1: Well, Steve notoriously hates Tanahashi. He wishes that he'd shave his head, so I think he's not going to be a fan of this at all. No,
4: no, I can imagine that I, I I heard it. that's why he's not on the on the show tonight. He was worried he'd have to talk about tanahashi.
1: <laughs> I can't um, imagine that Japanese fans know too much about riddle's uh, allegations, but those that do, I can't imagine be too happy that he's there
0: right now, yeah, probably not too much. Um, anything yeah, else the- come out of it? Uh, there was fun. The the New Japan Rambo was obviously on the, the the night before, and the way they do it now is the top the last four left uh, compete the next night for um, the KOPW uh, King Pro Wrestling um, ah, yeah. Championship. Uh, so the stipulation that always has some sort of weird stipulation in all those matches. So they did a scramble match um, for between the four of them, which was fun. Um, so the four left were um, it was a Duki Toriano. Um, Oh, God. Uh, Yeah, uh, Toriano, it wasn't Duki, So it was Great O'Carn, Yo, Toriano, and Taiji Shimori. Um, And yeah, so uh, some of them obviously didn't quite get the full gimmick of a scramble match, it seems. Uh, Great O'Karn pinned someone twice in a row. Like, they'll get extra points for that. Um, But anyway, yeah, Taiji Shimori anyway won because after Great O'Carn did those two pins in a row, he managed to get a pin on Great O'Karn and ran away from him for the rest of the match. Nice. He, he did he did understand the match so he won that and <laughs> uh, the other big news then is obviously osprey's finishing up with new japan um soon so they had a mad there was a mat uh, a match between them and uh, bullet club um between the, you know, the empire and bullet club and there was a massive brawl afterwards blood everywhere um and the uh, osprey's announced that his final match is i believe it's the 18th yeah 18th february um and it's going to be all of United Empire versus all of Bull Club War Dogs um, in a steel cage match, which is apparently the first time New Japan have ever done a steel cage match in front of people. Oh. Jesus. Um, and also announced uh, as well on the show is that the main event of the show in um, America uh, in next week, I think it is, is going to be Will Ospreay versus Okada.
2: Okay.
1: Me likey. Yeah. Uh, I did see somewhere that. New Japan are running a show in Chicago sometime in the next few months in the Wintrust Arena. That's a 10,000-seater yes. stadium.
0: Yeah. Are a, so uh, next thing, I think it's called uh, Chicago or Windy City Riot, I think is what they said the show is.
3: Yeah, um, that's
0: ambitious. Yeah. Apparently, like last time they ran Chicago, it was they sold out and people were looking for more. So they said they run a bigger venue. It's a bigger venue. I think venue.
1: they're going to need some help from uh, AEW here, I think.
0: I reckon they will have some.
1: Was this maybe Okada, Danielson 3,
0: when it takes sense. all? That's probably around the time as well that Danielson's going to be winding down even more. So yeah, I think that'd be mm. a good spot to have a third one.
1: And Okada possibly as well. Apparently he's in contract he's... year and talks of the Fed. Mm. So we'll see what happens out of all of that.
0: Yeah, it makes, se- it makes sense. Well, the, the first match is on an AEW card in America. The second match is on a New Japan card in japan third matches on a new japan card in america it's a nice middle ground you know
1: true 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 um so i think that's a lot of wrestling that we've got through so i think um i think we're, we're happy to leave it there perhaps
0: yeah, should
3: be oh, good we go though um dick togo must be about 90 is he <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: dick togo's good there were some great lines of commentary related to dick togo you know uh you know great kicking the dick and all that sort of stuff you know so yeah Good
3: he ECW for a brief stint in the mid 90s and I remember thinking Christ he's
0: old and that was in the <laughs> mid 90s uh, he's still wrestling it's crazy he's still wrestling he is yeah. 54 wow he must have been very young back in the day
3: he must just Watch be one of those people that looks like he's 90 all the time
0: yeah
4: Yeah. <laughs> what was he like playing darts at 16
1: <laughs> uh, Gordo if you had to go and you know plug in something... Talk about our best you? and worst matches. We can not do that, yeah? <laughs> what was your best match, though, of uh, the last three weeks? Because we have a lot to cover.
4: Oh, bollocks, yeah. Um uh, okay,
0: Danielson for me.
4: Yeah, it's, it's, it's either that or the global title three-way, but yeah, probably Okada Danielson.
1: Uh, I'll give a nomination then to Mox Kingston, because I haven't seen New Japan yet. Paddy, did anything stand out to you?
3: Fox Kingston, I think, is the only one I can really remember.
1: Um, sounds good. Worst match uh, of this period. Uh, I'm going to put out a nomination, and I think you all might agree. The tag match involving Chris Jericho at yes. uh, yeah. World's End was yeah. the drizzling shit. It's not just because Jericho was in it and the reaction he got, but that match in general just fucking it's just, shit. It's in,
0: it just didn't click, look.
4: Uh, not seen it, but the clips I have seen, yeah, that was janky as fuck. So just based off clips alone, I'm going to say yes.
1: Nicely done, nicely done. Um, the best segment, Ooh, the fuck the, the rock, rock. Feels like it has to be. Um, the, Paddy before before the, too?
3: the witch, the Jinder Mahal bit before the rock.
1: <laughs> oh, I enjoyed that, like. The one thing that always cracks me up, right, is not being American and being entertained by Americans booing someone who's telling the truth. Yeah,
3: people promos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like what? Gender actually said it, it. It's true. Sorry, American listeners, but like your country does suck at times. Um, but also it's good to see gender back on his own. Him and that shtick in that uh, stable and being the leader of Hindu share and all that don't need it. Jinder on his own is quite good enough as being the, the kind of the foil in the in the plans. Don't give him a world title. He doesn't need a world title, but I, I enjoy seeing him back. Yeah. Uh, what have we got? Uh, the QTV award for the worst segment of the week. Any nominations coming to head?
4: the outcast song by Harley
1: Cameron was a bit weird yeah she came last or two weeks ago she kind of made an appearance with Paige slash Soraya sorry dead named Um, so basically she's a crazy girl and Paige is kind of recruiting her to be an apprentice and she is crazy and potentially is going to murder somebody so they're obviously finding something for her to do now because QTV is no longer a thing um, and if she's this hot, crazy, weird chick that goes around with Seraya's crew and potentially murders people, I'm okay with it because it's something interesting. Yeah, um, yeah no,
4: I'm okay with it. I just think it was off. I don't know. There was something weird about it. But yeah. I'm, I'm more so because I'm struggling to actually think of anything else that was like... Mm.
3: The other way bad, I think bad. that was a bit odd was the private party coming back. And the crowd was really, really hyped to see them. They got in the ring and they said something like, we're putting all of y'all on notice. And then the segment just ended.
0: Yeah, it was weird. It was odd.
1: Also, they came out and interrupted kind of the post-match of a singles match between Orange Cassidy and your man. Dante Martin. What's his name? Dante Martin, yeah. So it would make sense if they came out post a tag team match. But it was just weird placement and like Pad said, it just fell flat and they cut away from it far too soon, which they have a history of doing. They don't let moments settle.
0: Fuck yeah. Did. Uh
1: she was very nervous. Bless yeah, her. she was. In her hometown. Um, I think she'll get a lot which, more comfortable because she yeah. is a fantastic wrestler. So yeah. uh, hopefully they use her well. You know, Mariah She's may making her debut. Stuff. In impact, I know we talked about it here last night.
4: Tree falling in the woods and all that, but Diana has done some phenomenal stuff in impact mm. over the last while. So it's, this is what well exactly. She's a good get.
1: Um, yeah, without a doubt. You know, go the Sammy Guevara. What the fuck were you thinking, dumbass? Moments of the week. Uh, um, sending Chris Jericho out to in front yeah. of the crowd.
0: <laughs> yeah, he should have been pulled from that show. Especially
1: when you know Kenny got hurt and there was no need to have him on the show. So
0: actually no, Tony Khan not taking off the fucking stupid movie glasses when he answered the question about the allegations.
1: Uh yeah. Yeah, we'll leave it that Yeah, no, that That's one. the one. Um wrestler of the week. Mm. Some good nominations, uh, I'd imagine, for it this.
0: Is. Yeah, I mean there's lots of like actual wrestling. I, I probably want to give it to Kingston just because of the finishing his story.
1: Yeah, why not? Nom- honorable nominations for um, Samoa Joe and Naito. Yeah.
0: Samoa Joe, Naito, Osprey, Okada, you know, Danielson. <laughs> There's a lot of nominations.
4: You, you, you be honest. You could name anyone who was in the final three matches on yeah. Wrestle Kingdom has been up there as well. All seven of them lads had fucking ridiculously good shows.
1: Yeah. Um, what? Uh, what about Nia Jax beating Becky Lynch clean? Fuck off.
0: Uh, yeah, we didn't <laughs> touch her all, did we? Uh, no, yeah, for good uh, reason.
1: We'll, we'll leave that one alone. We'll yeah, a sh- it's,
4: it's a shame because the other women's singles match on it was actually quite good Rhea and Blonde with Chains, Ivy Nile. That was mm. actually rather solid match, that. Um, and we also had a reuniting of uh, Awesome Truth, which was hilarious. Actually,
0: that's a uh, throwing for segment of R Yeah.
4: Segment of the week R Truth uh, getting confused as to whether or not he was in the judgment day or not when he was trying to do a tag match with the Miz. That
1: was, yeah. Nice, um, nice, nice
4: Yeah, to learn about nine or ten could have got Wrestler of the Week this week. It's been one of those ones.
1: No, this might be a bit easier for you to answer Show of the Week. Wrestle Kingdom. And Wrestle Kingdom. I thought you might say that. Um pad, was uh, Dynamite better or worse than World's End?
2: I'm gonna say it was
3: similar. <laughs> <laughs> I, Neither I of them were remember. particularly
0: it's, great. It's, it's been a long three weeks. I, 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 if if I was picking between the two, I'd probably go World's End just because the last three matches were decent. But, um. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Uh, okay, Gordo, plug us up and send us home.
4: Yes, sir. So, yeah, if anyone wants to get more of us at the alleged Wrestling Podcast, you'll find us on all your usual podcast apps. So, that is your iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you listen now. If you come back next week, you're going to find us once again. So, please make sure to check us out each and every week. You'll also find us over on Wrestling Soup, along with the Soup guys themselves and a few other shows. So, please make sure to spread the love and check out all the shows over there on WrestlingSoup.com. You'll also find us over on Twitter. It's at the AW Pod. So if you go over there, you'll also find a link to our Discord. We can come join in the live fun when we record each and every week. also be able to kind of share memes, drop any suggestions that you have for stuff for us to talk about. And we also have a good and bad tweet uh, of the week, which we haven't done this week, but we have a hell of a lot to cover uh, in the coming weeks. So, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, when we finally catch up on those, as I said, that's over on Twitter at the AWPod. Find the link, jump in the Discord, and join us. i will also be able to find us over on Twitch. It's twitch.tv forward slash the AWP. Potentially going live this weekend because uh, the shitty Fall Ball
1: Cup is back? Mm, maybe mm. later tonight. Who knows? Mm. Potentially.
4: So, yeah, drop a follow over there. As I said, it's twitch.tv forward slash the AWP. If you drop a follow and turn on notifications, you'll get notified each and every time that we go live over there.
0: And we also have to do our prediction show that we said we were going to do. Yes, place. yes. We will
1: record that sometime soon. Um, also, we'll go Blue to Canvas episode
0: three sixteen. We'll,
1: you know. we
4: only have right, about nine weeks left to go for that one, though.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, that's it for the first episode of the year. Way, thanks, Paddy, for joining, and everybody, say good night, Mo.
2: Good night, everybody. Good night, Mo. Mo.